Previously on Trash South Street. I'm going to make an unpopular statement. What? Fuck this weather. You want cold? I want one more. Well, no. I want one more massive snowstorm. I don't. I get off on it. Yeah. And the conclusion. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Hey there, my little sleep pellets and snowflakes. It's a post-blizzard episode of Trash South Street. Um, you probably offended people by saying snowflakes. Oh, you know, they should, they should sag up. That's a good point. I'm Lou. I'm Jamie Z. We're going to talk about music after we talk about non-music stuff. Yeah! Stuff. Stuff. So how about that snow? Yeah, yeah. How about that snow? Yeah. Remember last episode? What about it? We did some good music. We had some laughs. We had a going good time. Going back, uh, I kind of remember someone going, I wish snow would have really big snow stuff. I love the snow. <laughs> My name's Lou Sessa. Uh, I, it's I a don't... perfect... Um, <laughs> Perfect uh, imitation. Of I, don't, you. I don't think that was me. Uh, I think it was. I don't know. I'm going to play the tape okay. and we'll see. All right. All right, ready? Go ahead. All right. <laughs> or, uh, well, maybe. We're going to have to agree to disagree on this one. Yeah. Um, so. So. How'd you make out in the. Not really snow. It's but more sort of, ice. Like we got about, I would say four to six inches, but there was a lot of ice. I said it was, it was like all the pain in the ass of snow, but none of the fun parts of snow. Mm-hmm. And depending on where you were, you got more snow or less. Yeah. I couldn't even make a good snowman. Yeah. It's a pathetic snowman. Uh, yeah. but we are, our snowblower worked well. I know mm. yours did. Must be nice. Yeah. means I was blowing snowman. <laughs> That's what really mm. what it means. And we were kind enough to lend our snowblower to our neighbors too. Yeah, we're well, helping out, helping out the community. No, yeah. our neighbors are awesome. They yeah. do the same thing. Again, I wouldn't know anything about that. My uh, snowblower um, effectively committed suicide 30 seconds in. It puked enough oil and gas out that the next day I was worried about my garage going up in flames. <laughs> True story. Did you make like little snowmen dogs with a little hole in the I, I was looking. <laughs> so this is it. I was looking forward to getting up, getting working up. out. I actually had a... Ate extra long workout, mm-hmm. ate my breakfast, and I was going to, I'll blow this, I'll go out and do my first pass of the snow, make a little snow dog to have consensual sex with, yeah, and come in and play video games. Mm-hmm. What happened was... You cut yourself on the ice pellets. No. <laughs> what happened was, started snowblower, it started, but it was like chugging really slow, mm-hmm. figured I flooded the engine, took two shovels full of the heavy ice, said, fuck this shit. I'll wait 30 minutes, went inside. Is that when uh, I texted you to see if you were dead? No, that was, we're okay. getting there. Came back out, started up, it shot oil and gas out of the crankcase. I said, oh, fuck. Is that how you said it? Oh, fuck. It's like, fuck. And then you were like, come here, snow dog. I didn't get to make a snow dog. So I texted you. I was like, I'm going to text you an hour to show you I didn't have a heart attack. Yeah. And I spent five and a half hours shoveling ice, pausing only to... Eat an apple. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was heavy. It took me like five and a half hours. The further you go, the slower you go because you're getting more and more sore. I came in, collapsed on the couch, uh, gray kitty, feeling neglected, immediately pissed on the carpet. 
and I was like, I, I just wanted to. I like, like I'm, I'm done. I was like, I could just blow this fucking garage up now. It would solve so many problems. I was out for two hours shoveling, mm-hmm. and then Mark was out with the snowblower for about three hours. But you know how long. Yeah, my it's a very is. long, steep driveway. Yeah, it's not fun, but it was uh, went well. Took my test. Got a ninety six point five on my test. Yeah. Yeah. So school's going good. Yeah, I had spring break this week, which yeah. was full of shoveling and snow. My, I'm on spring break too. <gasps> oh my god, did you party? It was. I went to uh, like yeah. We like woo, going to Aruba. <laughs> I'm not allowed there since a certain girl, Andrea, uh, whatever. I can't remember the name, so the joke is it could be funny. Um, no, it was like I went to spring break. Had to fight those alpha omegas, those alpha uh, betas. Yeah. And we had a big uh, sandcastle building contest. Nerds. Yeah, and I used my smarts. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. With your ding us. dong out and you're it, going on Jerry Springer. No, for for me it just means instead of doing schoolwork and regular work, I just had to do regular work. So I must texted you the greatest band name ever. All right. Dipole Dipole. And the London Forces. That's good, actually. That's awesome. <laughs> Chemistry nerdness. That would be great. I've been honestly waiting to tell you that mm-hmm. for like two weeks. That's really good. I didn't know how to work it into the conversation. You just had to work it in. Yeah. Followed by the H-bonds. Yeah. <laughs> that, those are non-bonding forces in chemistry, yeah. by the For you, all you uh, Herberts out there. A bunch of Herberts. <laughs> oh, I've been doing the most Herbert thing ever, which is... Watch Star yeah, Trek yeah. and summarizing each episode. Yeah. I'm currently watching Dagger of the Mind. Wow. Yeah, I've been... You're on what, like episode 9 or 10? This would be episode 10. Okay. I'm just going to say, um, if I was fucking James C. Kirk at this point, at this early juncture, I would never beam down to a planet by myself again. Because <laughs> that's every other episode he does, he gets in some antics. From episode 9, Miri, mm-hmm. I have a really cool band name. Yeah. A Beaker Full of Death. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. A beaker full of tribbles? <laughs> yeah, stupid tribbles. <laughs> okay, the dumb. That's one to be like, eh, good enough, I'll skip it. Totally go off topic. I've been texting your brother. Oh, really? I was going to say, totally go off topic. Let's talk about music. <laughs> so you've been texting P-Dog. P-Dog. I texted him to see if he watched those South uh, Paul Regional uh, wrestling snippets on YouTube, which yeah. are pretty much like throwback 80s like wrestling uh, stuff. Mm-hmm. It's pretty funny. So, Patrick today texts me. He's like, did you or Mark see any of the Paige stuff? Paige has, like, left WWE. She's, she's the British one. Yeah, I know she is. Yeah. Like, the goth, gothy chick. She's beautiful. Anyway. Uh-oh. Anyway. Uh-oh. Sex tape. Ooh. And it's... You would think, like, Paige being, like, gorgeous, fairly pretty, be, like, kind of hot. Mm-hmm. It's dirty, dirty dirty. Alright, so that was Trish House Street. I'm Lou, that's Jamie. I gotta go look for something. I can tell you the website. Yeah. Well, no, okay. well, she's like, I've been practicing and then she pulls a purple either dildo or butt plug out of her butt Oh. <laughs> in one of them. And then she's doing stuff with two young men, which is Xavier Wood and Brad Maddox. Oh. It's pretty, it's pretty so, crazy. It's very explicit. Yeah. Very explicit. Like, I can't stop, like, I can't get it out of my head. Yeah. It's almost like seeing Hope Solo Bunger. If you ever saw a picture of that. No. Don't, no. don't ever see that. She's not the one who's the steampunk girl, is she? No, that's, um. She's the Irish one? Yeah. So Paige, all right. Paige was, yeah, the, the black hair, yeah. No, no, I just get, yeah, all right. 
So I just went to get them. So uh, that's... Uh, oh, it was crazy. That's a good way to, you know... Just figure I put that out there for you wrestling yeah. fans. Oh, it wasn't a... For Patrick. Oh, it was, was the trombone? <laughs> yeah, they, there was a rusty trombone. Oh. <laughs> There's some crazy yeah, stuff. Yeah, and supposedly more are going to be leaked. Oh, that's something. So, um, yeah, because I was going to be like, guess what I was texting your brother about? Hmm. Butt plugs. Because oh. <laughs> I'm like, you think she was wearing one when she was wrestling? <laughs> oh, this is horrible. She probably doesn't have... She doesn't have the respectability of... Uh, a Hermione Granger, whoever else just had photos leaked. Oh, yeah, because uh, what's her face? Beauty and the, Emma Watson. I Emma heard. Watson, yeah. But I, I didn't see the picture, Mark said he looked at it, and you see her boobs, obviously, but you kind of, like, you see a little bit of, like, pubic hair. Oh, this mm. is getting really, this is a very uh, X-rated this podcast. This is, it's like a red shoe But it's kind of, like, classy, like, she has her legs crossed, you mm. can't really see full yeah. of a J. So I think that she put that out herself, to be honest with the you Beauty think? and the Beast. Mm. I, I don't know. I think it's a little, I don't know. I don't know why people have sex tapes and then they're like, what happened? Mm. What happened to my butt? Plug? Some people, that's their jobs. Yeah. They're called porno. Yeah. My great kitty has a sex tape. Does she? Yeah. What's it called? Perfectly slutty. Funch. Funch. I have nope. another funny story before we get into it. Oh, is it about Funch? Yes. It's fucking after lunch. <laughs> it is. So, so anyway. So I was at the Exxon at work. Yeah. Talking to Steve and tr- all the people that hang out the Exxon. Mm-hmm. And uh, Steve's wife, Tr- Trisha, comes in. And, you know, they're all talking. And I was like, oh, uh, what do you, like, well, what, I think it's actually Trudy was like, oh, what are you here for? And she's like, oh, lunch. And I was like, you here for funch? She's yeah. like, what's funch? And I was <laughs> like, like, fucking for lunch. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm know. the only one that found it funny. I find that funny. I might have to dig that out. Yeah, that's a great movie. What so, movie? I can't remember. This is Dirty Shame. Yeah, Dirty Shame. And I believe the hokey pokey. John Waters is going to be like at the Union transfer. Yeah, the... I've been thinking about it because he's getting up there. I feel like this is probably if we're going to see him, it's got to be now. So I think uh, oh, it's maybe. going to be on sale for a while. So I'm yeah. not too too worried. Mm. So well, I guess we should uh, talk about some music. I, I presume. Yeah. You know, since we are, you know, approved. Okay. Yeah, I go first. No. No. Yes. Again. Okay. I got to pull up my Again. notes. Again. Again. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. Again. And then at the end he throws money to like the homeless guy because he's poor. Again. <laughs> <laughs> the band is Unearthly Trance. Yes. The album, Stalking the Ghost. Um, They're relapse records. Relapse records, mm-hmm. first album in three years, out of New York City. And I listened to this on Bandcamp because I'm going to try to remember where I listen to these bands now and say them, even though mostly it's just Bandcamp. Bandcamp, YouTube. Usually. YouTube. Yeah, actually, I did listen to all this on YouTube before I listened to Bandcamp because cool. I can blah blah blah. It doesn't matter. So, Unearthly Trance. They're a. Uh, when they come out? February 24th. Ooh. Which, by the way, it seems like a shitload of bands. In the last like couple weeks. Pumped out. Even a few I was looking at that I wasn't necessarily going to listen to. I was like, oh, February 24th. That's weird. Mm-hmm. And a who. Um, Unearthly Trance is sort of a prog sludge rock metal band with. We'll say a flair for the Norwegian. Oh yeah, it's very it's reminiscent of sort of the Norwegian black metal. You know, lots of. It didn't like the first song started like didn't have any of that. Yeah. I think it was the first maybe the first two and I was like this is kind of weird like it, and then like, it the became vocal didn't, in the like, middle didn't really like fit the music at first so then yeah. I was like oh here it comes. No, I agree completely. Um, for overall, they're they're like in the first couple of songs there are some ominous grinding plotting riffs mm-hmm. and uh in dream state arsenal which is the second sign there's like a lot of sinister plucking and it's 
it's not necessarily like just based on those two songs. I would not say it was sludge metal, but then it becomes that very yeah, quickly. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, not a tremendous amount to say. It's I it's a it. I good it album. It's not. I wouldn't buy the it. Greatest. I wouldn't buy. I listen to it. It suffers from that syndrome of the other band I reviewed. I liked so much more. It suffered. That band suffered from like my review. Well, yeah, I know it's it is ridiculous. Um, anyway, some standouts would have been um, the Great Cauldron, which is essentially like uh, an eleven minute rock opera. Uh, okay, I did not. This one towards the end, eleven minutes. Yeah, they were um, long songs. I got through. I got through about half the album. And as I said, I I did like it. I was I was tuning in. Um, my favorite out was Scythe, which um, had some. I said I refer to it as old time religion. As far as guitar work goes, that's the one that sounds like a Sabbath song played on like half speed. Oh, okay. So that was my favorite song. And the whole thing, like I said, it starts out like odd. It's very sludgy. Then it ends in an instrumental. Uh, forest, in the forest keep. Okay. And it was it was a little odd. I like that song. It was nice. It was a good palate cleanser. It was what it was on a different week. Mm-hmm. I probably enjoyed it better, but we'll get into that shortly. Yeah. I wasn't sure what to make of it. The first two songs mm-hmm. I say kind of like didn't fit the description of what I thought they were. Yeah. And then I was like, and then like, yeah, and then I, I mean, kind of fell into that mold. Not in a bad way, but. Like when I listen to sludge metal, like a weird thing with me is I like to feel like I'm drowning. I mean, that's the only way I can describe it. Where the music is like nothing. Uh, I didn't quite get that. No, I didn't here. either. But that's what I appreciate too. It was a little different. It wasn't like. I mean, I appreciate that, but like for my sensibilities. It, like I said, it was a very good album. It wasn't a great album. Okay. But it was very good. Western Addiction. Tremulous. Yeah, it's like tremulous. <laughs> tremulous, I would say. Yeah, I, yeah, I had a hard I was time like, with tremen- that. No, it's not tremendous. Yeah, tri- tremulous, I will say. Try spelling it from memory. Well, I have it written. There. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> when I was searching for it on YouTube, uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's going to be always tremendous in my head. And sometimes if you look up Western Addiction... It's not music at all. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway. it's, that's why they named it, because it's that part of California that they lived in, actually. Mm. So Western Addiction uh, came out this tremendous... Came out March this year, obviously. Off of Fat Records, it is their third album. As I said, they're from Western Addiction, uh, an area, a neighborhood in San Francisco, California. This is their first release in 12 years. I actually got on the, their bandwagon like a couple years ago. They're just like pretty much straightforward, like punk hardcore. I just thought, like, why have I never heard of these guys? They're really good. Their previous stuff, stuff is just more straightforward punk, mm-hmm. where this album kind of starts off and then kind of goes into like this a different direction a little bit. The couple people from the band, um, if you, Chicken, he's kind of somewhat well known. He's from uh, Dead to Me and a bunch of other bands. He plays bass. Guitar is Kim Yamazaki, and he's from Enemy You and Dead to Me as well the music was actually leaned a lot more towards rock Mm -hmm. than a lot of that stuff which gave it a really different feel because the vocals are definitely not rock yeah yeah anyway i enjoyed it but go ahead um as i said it starts off with the fast aggressive clatter and hiss and i would say that's kind of like a a typical not typical but um what i would expect to hear out of western addiction and then it goes to family of boys it's one of my favorite songs off the album fun fast catchy straight up like punk riffs Tedium is the second single off the album. That's like clean, energetic vocals with like this trance-like guitar riffed over 
the middle of it, but there's also this like element of aggression to it. And that's when it kind of starts changing up right there. Like you, I was like, wow, they're kind of departing from their, their usual sound, which is good. I like to see bands do that. And after 12 years, of course, you're going to, um, you, you know, use your taste. I'm not going to say Do you know why they... They've been working on different bands. Uh, I think it's like, like kind of like a, almost like a side project. Right. Doing. And then Ditch Riders. That's when it, uh, it's like a, as I said, it changes up. It's different. It's more melodic hardcore. It starts off slow, almost like this chanting. Then it's uh, like slams with guitars and vocals. And then uh, last minute, the song goes back to the slow build up to like fast hardcore. It's kind of back and forth. Yeah. Honey Creeper, pretty good song. Along the same lines of as Dutch Rider, it's kind of like more melodic hardcore, which I would never have said about Western Addiction. Your Life is Precious is pretty good. It's one of my favorite songs. Quiet vocal, slow guitar, build up, and then it gets harder. Um, as I said, the first three songs are the more like catchy punk riffs, and then uh, they leave behind in 2005, which are rad. The album turns into a good melodic hardcore. Yeah. I wrote this when I was a little drinking a couple yeah. beers. As I said, I really like the album, and I, I really like how much they progress in 12 years. I think it's amazing. It, but it works for them, though. It's not like it doesn't. Um, I had to give it a couple listens to like fully like sink in. But mm-hmm. I, I really enjoy it. I think it's a really good album. Mm-hmm. And I would say pick it up. I have the record. Oh. Western Addiction. I'd love to see them tour. They don't leave California too much, uh-huh. so hopefully we'll hmm. see them. But check them out. They're good stuff. Mm. It's not not 2005's Western Addiction. Yeah. But um, I'm not saying it's bad at all whatsoever. Yeah. I like it. I like the direction it's they're going. they've evolved a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Like everyone. Yeah. Crusades. This is a sickness. And sickness will end. Third album uh, of the Crusades from Ottawa, Canada. Mm. And it's out of, uh, off of Anxious and Angry Label. It came out this month, which is March... Of 2017. Another album, I have to say, Crusades have constantly, for their third album, they've never had an album that sounded the same. Yeah. First album, straight up punk. Second was more punk and metal, mm-hmm. I would say. And the third one is this like melodic hardcore to metal. I don't know if you yeah, listen to it. Was like, it. Yeah, I, I listened to all the It was like kind of almost new metal, but yeah. the vocals were a little different. The vocal, it's like his voice is. Yeah, it's, there's like a bit of a disparity. If but he it was works, like screaming, you would be like, oh, this is totally like melodic yeah. hardcore. Mm-hmm. And it does, sometimes when they do the, the dual vocal, vocalist or whatever, it will sound that way more. They're actually, like, their first album was, like, satanic pop punk, kind of. Oh. It's, it was pretty crazy. Um, I find, out of all their albums, this is, like, the most musically progressed. Like, you have a bunch of different instruments. Uh, you have, like, violins and cellos going on. Like, that wasn't there before. They have really weird song titles. 1590, yeah. Sickness, Never Ceasing. And that sounds, to me... Like, uh, you would hear off the first album. It's a classic Crusade sound. More just straight straight punk. Mm-hmm. Second song, 1828, Father of... Wait, where? Is totally melodic, hardcore, slash metal, I would say. Going down, my, one of my favorite songs is up to the third song. 1713, The Scorching Fever. It's more melodic, hardcore, has this cool little guitar riff, has a piano. The lyrics are actually very poetic if you read them. You can read them on Bandcamp. I can't even describe to you. Like, I have to read it like four different times. I actually just read them last night. Yeah. But they're they're very well written, and as I said, it could be like a book of poetry. Mm-hmm. 
Then it goes into an instrumental after that. 1894, Children of Silence and Eternity. Second favorite song on there is 1866, Porch and Portal. And that's like straight in your face, fast guitars, pounding drums. That's when he, like they're actually screaming the lyrics. And that has more of a hardcore sound. And then it takes a little turn and turns into more instrumental and a lighter, a lighter tone yeah. at the end. And I guess the last song on the album, 1846, Once Drinking Deep. Very poetic lyrics. It's a slow song, good song. Kind of the last song kind of sums up the whole album. It kind of has everything I was talking yeah. about. That fast, slow, whatever. I dig it. I appreciate. I appreciate a band changing up like it. Normally, like when I first listened to it, I was like, oh, I kind of, I kind of wanted that first album again. Mm-hmm. But I liked it. It worked. Yeah, I like the energy of it. Um, it takes a few listens, but uh, yeah, I like it. I, I don't. I don't have anything more so to say. I would check it out. Here's a thought that I I came up with just now. Okay. I wonder if. Because they're all dates, numbers. It's, I wonder if each one's like the, a date of an epidemic with, it, or something. I would guess, because they really think out their lyrics, and I know they do a lot. They're very anti-church, so I'm sure it has something to do with like, like witch stuff yeah. or something like that. That's what I would guess. So I'll try to remember to look that up tomorrow. Yeah. I'm kind of curious. Now, I usually listen to these on YouTube because it's the easiest. the only way I can really stream stuff at work. Yeah. So I went to look up Crusades, and I saw these titles, and I was like, Oh, I can't find the album. These must all be web videos on the Crusades. <laughs> and it wasn't until today when I finally was able to get on Bandcamp. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh. Yeah, yeah. And the record's really cool, too. As I, I usually pre-order everything off Angry yeah. and Angry because I love Ryan Young. It's like this cool little splatter. It's like purple-green. Mm-hmm. Mostly black, but uh, yeah. I really like, yeah, it's some cool album art. Crusades, I dig it, if that mm-hmm. sounds good to you. Check it out. And it does, which brings us to boom, 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 boom. All Them Witches out of Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville. So. They started, what, 2012, I think? 2012, yeah. I meant to look. This is like their fifth or sixth album. Yeah. I don't know if you want to call that. If they fit the weird uh, genre of desert rock. Mm-hmm. Or you want to call it psychedelic rock or stoner rock. Um, what I call it is fucking awesome. Yeah, they're rad. I really like them. Um, they're not everyone's cup of tea, I would say. Yeah. I was planning for Mark, and Mark, I don't think, was really into them. Yeah. But I really enjoyed like, the blues part to like some of the country. To, I know, like, it was crazy. Yeah. Like, so it's a very eclectic, uh, psychedelic album. Yeah, I kept... Whenever I listened to... was trying to listen to other stuff, I ended up just like, hey, I listened to that all yeah, that. Yeah. Like, Ridiculous. I haven't done that in a long time. Yeah, they're really, really good. So... Um, the album is Sleeping Through the War. That comes from a lyric from their first song, Bowls. Yes, I did realize that. I've been working out to it. It's a great album to work out yeah, to. Yeah, I've been running to it. It is a great and album. And I was like, ooh, they just said it. So Bowls starts out sort of like this dreamy prelude for a heavier, bullish, pun intended, ooh. grindy riff amidst a chorus of heavenly voices uh, before falling into old habits again and eventually... Degenerating into this souring guitars and electronic noise, which I love. I love yeah. when things collapse mm-hmm. like that. And you can see a lot of their influences. I mean, definitely a lot of the bands. Oh, yeah. I mean, aside from just the fact that a heavy blues influence. I like that. But you have songs like, so you have a song like Don't Bring Me Coffee. That's my favorite song on the album. Uh, it's not my favorite song. I really like it, which is sort of, you know, is one of the faux blues songs yeah. for pulling a, a switcheroo. I hate to compare it to another desert rock band, especially the the quintessential. Uh, I, I was back like really trying not to use yeah. the fucking word quintessential, but the quintessential <laughs> desert rock band 
Queens of the Stone yeah. Age. But this would definitely be the most Queens of the Stone Age inspired album. That song, I have, of course, I don't hear Queens a ton in them, but I heard, I, I you could can hear, hear enough. a little I mean, bit. But I heard a lot of early Nirvana. Yeah, this is the thing, like, I would it, say... Because that song has everything in it, and it works. Like, you can hear their influence, but they don't copy, they sort of... It has, like, a grunge breakdown it, in it. Yeah, you know? and it, it works really good. So that's one, um, Am I Going Up, which sort of is like a pseudo-Pink Floyd vibe, which you can definitely hear in the bass line. Mm-hmm. It doesn't entirely work for me, but it's okay. Alabaster has a Jim Morrison thing going, yeah, which cool song we'll too. address in a second. Okay. Afterwards... I realized there was one song that I hadn't listened to. So it goes Alabaster, Cowboy Kirk, which is like about it's a cool cowboy. Yeah. And there's a song called Internet, which yeah. if you listen on YouTube, you have to go to a separate site. Really? Like on the one I listened to, it is so it's linked I've separately. I listen on Bandcamp. Well, so. yeah. Lucky <laughs> you, because I just listened. Yeah, and uh, Internet is the most blues inspired. Mm-hmm. sort of like a blues funk album about the internet. It's funny because he talks about how in his childhood he didn't think he had to... Tread on eggshells. Goes back to snowflakes. Yeah, I guess. Snowflakes. Why I almost heard... Some? No, I was just going to say, like, that song actually reminded me of some of Jack White's stuff a little bit. Like, I could hear a little... Yeah, a little bit. A little Jack White. Like, his solo stuff. Not White Straits, his solo stuff. But essentially, that song's about, you know, I could have a real life, but I could just go live my life on the internet. Yeah. He does talk about, again, how everyone is sort of hypersensitive. Yeah. Um, that would be Charles Michael Parks, the vocalist. Mm-hmm, who sounds a little bit like the guy from the lead singer Murder by Death, which I just played. Yes, you know, he does. And Johnny Cash a little bit. And Johnny Cash. Well, in Nashville, I think. <laughs> I think the only way they let you sing in Nashville is you have to kiss Johnny Cash's uh, sweat-soaked anything. But yeah, you, you should check out Murder by Death, too. They're I will. excellent. But I think you played them for me before. I had them as, um, actually, I talked about them in like a really early podcast. It was one of my top ten yeah. albums of the year, actually. Mm-hmm. My favorite song by far was Alabaster. Sort of this psychedelic noise riff with complex hypnotic dissonant guitar and a palate cleansing dose of metal before degenerating into a heavenly chorus of voices. Again, slightly offbeat to the vocalist. And that's what makes it. The vocal, it's very Jim Morrison esque. Like it starts out with this lyric Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. Um, I grew up in a town dancing in the Alabaster. Some days I'd burn it down if I could buy the gasoline. Fuck. So it's him just rambling, basically about being a freako in a town and sort of having such disdain for the norms. And it gets more and more incoherent. And I like how it's almost like the uh, just consciousness. Like you're just the... I mean, it's very street, yeah. Yeah, streamer consciousness. And I always, when I used to write, I used to do that a lot anyway. Because yeah. I was like, hey, that's Jack Kerouac, man. And that's streamer exactly what it was. And like this guy, like it was so like... The comparison invites itself so heavily. I was like, this guy must have the soul of a dead Indian in his face. <laughs> All them witches, I'm not doing just a blew us away. Yeah. Blew me away. I think it blew you away. I really liked it. And it was good. Like I said, you got like uh, you got some psychedelic stoner stuff. You get a lot of different subgenres. You got some bluesy stuff, which is sort of what desert rock is. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like a, a mishmash of different cultures. Yeah. Like I said, I was listening to their first album yesterday. I was just rock into that and that's like a lot more bluesy i think they're yeah. just kind of I'm, I'm interested in the progression to see where they're where they came from and stuff but that first album was really good too yeah. I, yeah. I think i'm buying it they're really good yeah, yeah. all them witches and they played like about a week ago at uh johnny brenda's i wish you would have saw them i wish you would have known yeah although out of the three concerts that i had tickets for yeah. and oh i owe you money too oh we didn't see i didn't see so. any of them <laughs> been sick and snow and ice yeah, yeah, so we were, uh, 
going to see uh, Flaming Lips. I got sick. Yeah, yeah, I was on the tail end of my, my murder illness, and I was just too far behind. Um, to the point where I was able to actually edit all the references to us going to see it out of the last podcast yeah. we talked about. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> and then Piss Jeans, I was going to go see it. Mm-hmm. I kind of asked Steve last minute, well, that wasn't a big deal. And then it was kind of shitty out. And I've never driven to the boot and saddle. Yeah. And I know it's off-street parking. It was a little icy, and I'm like... I'm just going to stay home. Yeah. And then yesterday we were supposed to go to a concert. I'm like, I'm not uh, going. And it's the same as with Boot and Saddle. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it snowed. It's St. Patty's Day. Yeah, you don't want to go there. No. What song? What, uh... It was uh, these, this band called Light and uh, Mouse on the Keys, I think. It's uh-huh. kind of like weird. Mm-hmm. Not weird. They're like top shelf record <laughs> stuff. But Speaking of the Boot and Saddle. Um, I still haven't been. I heard it's really cool. I've never been either. Um, Psychic Teens is having an album release party because they're releasing an EP. Uh, at the Boot and Saddle on May fifth, and I think we both. I don't. I saw it today. I saw it today. I, I think the email went out today or yesterday. I think I saw, You know what? I think I saw it yesterday. So, um, yeah, I think it did too. Or I, I don't know if I'm gonna it. go. I don't know if I'll go. I'll probably check out the album. I yeah. feel like I'm so overbooked on concerts that yeah. like, the day comes up. I'm an old man. I'm sleepy. That's how I was with Piss Jeans. I really wanted to go to the show because they play two shows in Philly. One at the Boot and Saddle, then one at the Philly Mocha. And one with the, the 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 second one, I bought the tickets to the first one, the boot and saddle. The second one had mannequin pussy on it. Yeah, but we had you union tickets, and it was so damn cold. I'm like, I'm not going. Yeah, to, yeah. I'm not going to the soccer match. So I'm not mm-hmm. freezing my ass off because I'm I get cold pretty easily. So mm-hmm. I I did not go. Huh? You know, it'd be a great concert. What? Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Fiona Apple. Yeah. Peaches. Mm-hmm. And pears. <laughs> Oh, that'd be ridiculous. Apple, peaches, and pears. I think Fiona Apple, that's clever. I think Fiona Apple would just start crying when peaches came on. That'd be cool. Yeah. Peaches and pears? Peaches and pears. <laughs> I thought of that while I was yeah. in the crapper. Yeah. And we get a, a brown banana. You're like, it'll be good to go with this. Say something sexy. Yeah. No. What are you, a wrestler? Can you tell me where the crapper is? I gotta lay down some timber. <laughs> Never see House Bunny? No, I don't think I have. Oh. It's a great movie. It's funny. You know what else was a great movie? What? Logan. Logan was fantastic. So really quick, we're going to talk about Logan. Um, If you don't want to get things spoiled for a movie that... I think if a movie is false from the first place, you're allowed to spoil it. Well, we're not going to get this out until almost like midweek anyway. Yeah, so so anyway, basically for some reason you're listening to it, which is funny because no one listens to this podcast. <laughs> Spoiler you, alert! Turn well, I was going to say, just go to the end, you can see what Chuck Berry song I play. <laughs> oh, Chuck Berry's dead. Yes. Uh, and, and this is the day after St. Patrick's Day. Yes. So, yeah. Logan, awesome. Awesome. X-23. Best awesome. part of the movie. Awesome. Well, the best part of the movie mm-hmm. is when she walks out with the yeah. head in her hands and throws well, it to well, the Well, the best part is, so they're like... They come out and they're being, and then when she's like approaching, they're they're legitimately scared. And yeah, and then when she just throws the head and starts killing everyone, yeah, I was like, oh, it's awesome. She does an amazing job. Like she looks like a feral animal. Yeah. Like I like when she, she just goes. He says something like Wolverine says, and he's like, "Danada." And I actually like that she she speaks mostly Spanish. Yeah. One of the coolest scenes too is when um, who also is awesome, Patrick Stewart. Should, oh, Patrick. I oh. think he actually. Could get a supporting actor's nod, or at least a Golden Globe. It's it's very amusing to see Professor X just dropping f bombs left and yes, right. Yes, and especially when he's like, "Logan, I gotta pee." Um, yeah. I like when he's Bethany. having um, 
a stroke or whatever he's having. Yeah, psychic. And they have to go into the casino, and he's, like, struggling, and he's just using his claws to go. That reminded me of, like, this train scene in the one Wolverine movie where they're on top of the train. I just thought it was cool. Well, the story behind that is he had, like, the stunt people tie ropes to him and try to pull him back as he was walking. Really? Yeah, Yeah, it's pretty cool. But, no, the whole movie is awesome. I think uh, the guy who played Donald Pierce... Yes. The, if they ever did a shitty Gambit movie, he would actually be a very yeah, good Yeah, I Gambit. liked him. He was a good actor. He was really good. Yeah, it was a very solid movie. I'm sure you realize that Warlock was in the movie. Who was Warlock in the movie? He was the doc, the like main, the main doctor guy. Oh, really? That was Richard E. Grant. Oh! Like in Spice World. Oh, that war. Okay, yeah. All right, yeah. I didn't realize that. There's right that away. Easter egg. Okay, the black guy that... The, they he's, took yeah, he's from ER. Eric LaSalle, yeah, yeah. ER, and... Doing the Afro glow in uh, um, with the, coming Murphy. to America, yeah, coming yeah. to America, and also Caliban. You know who Caliban was? Yeah, Stephen Merchant. Oh, I, I was trying to. I was like, Mark. I'm like, remember when you used to watch Ricky Gervais? The, the they had like a kind of an animated of them like on uh, there. Yeah, I was like, he's the other guy, and he was like, holy shit, I didn't even yeah. realize that. But I, I thought it was an excellent movie. On so at the end, the funeral scene. You know, again, spoilers. When X twenty three is sort of reciting that that scene from Shane. Yeah. I was like, Mr. Ass. I think anyone that didn't get a little teary-eyed didn't yeah. have a soul. I yeah. got a little misty-eyed with like the Patrick Stewart, and then I got misty-eyed at the end. Like I was hoping you'd be like, Ding! at yeah. the end. But. but no, so it's funny. So I was watching, again, this is YouTube. There are a couple of quote-unquote YouTube shows. I actually went and did air quotes and realized they were talking and not. <laughs> well, why do you think my uh, yeah. claws that came yeah, it's out? That's totally awesome. She actually made claws come out. Yeah, it did. Way. And this girl, she's Comic Girl 19, mm-hmm. and she's they're reviewing Logan, and she was not the biggest fan of it. Let's say she brought a lot of personal baggage into the review, and she's like talking about how Wolverine should have raised her. And then what she's like, and you know, for someone like me who has a distant relationship with my father, it's like oh, you're really up. bringing a lot of. Well, wasn't he more or less dying from animanium? Well, yeah, she sort of overlooked a lot. <laughs> I liked it a lot. Uh, it won comic book movies. Yeah. Like, I don't know what my favorite comic book movie would be, to be uh, honest. I really uh, like V for Vendetta, but I haven't seen it so long that it might not well, be well, the same. A lot of movies you watch that you're like, eh. Yeah, that's a... Uh, but nothing beats the spirit, I have to say. The spirit. <laughs> I want to see Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, I'm going to see that. Skojo yeah. looks uh, pretty good. Yeah. Did you see that picture of like young Christopher Walken? Looks a lot like Scarlett Johansson. No, really? Yeah, it's hmm. kind of creepy. I know... My thought on uh, Christopher Walken is, this is sort of a thought. People heard the story that he auditioned for Han Solo. I did hear that. And by the way, and like you think, oh, Christopher Walken, that's why, blah, blah, blah. You know, people do imitations. If you watch him in The Deer Hunter, Mm -hmm. you're like, all right, I can totally see why he would have been a good Han Solo. I can see that. He was a good... He is a good actor, but Deer Deer Hunter, he was, you know, in his prime. And there are things he sort of, you know, he sort of fell in the head and he decided he deliberately does a parody of himself. Yeah. Yeah. That was a tangent. Because <laughs> we run out of steam. Logan. I don't know. Um, Logan. I want to see. I did see the alien um, trailer. Oh, yeah. I, I was just like, um, can you just put an alien movie now and then I'll watch yeah. Logan? <laughs> no, I was kind of like that too. Because I was like, oh, it's kind of like Space Marine-ish. Are they going to. I don't know. Well, it's, not, I, even, I, it's I, not immediately apparent that it's alien. No, I knew it was aliens because Mark told me that, that there would be a preview. Yeah. But uh, I want to kind of see life too that looks kind of interesting yeah life looks good i saw that preview the one i'm excited for aside from i'm actually excited with ghost in the shell because i think it looks really cool a lot of practical effects i believe yeah things like valerian and city of a thousand planets i didn't it's see the that. paul verhoven i've talked about it a couple yeah, of times yeah i remember you talking about it, but I, don't, I haven't seen the preview yet this is gonna be really good or really bad 
Yeah, and I think that's coming out soon too. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff. I don't yeah. know what comic movies are coming out. Uh, Gar- think, Guardians of the Galaxy Guardians 2, Galaxy, I want to see. Yeah, I want to say Guardians 3, but that's like <laughs> Spider-Man Homecoming this year? Yeah. yeah, I'm not a big Spider-Man. It's a... I did see Iron Man 3 for the first time. Yeah. Not bad. I watched yeah. it on like regular cable. Um, it's kind of convoluted at times, but it was okay. I've never seen it. It was alright. I just haven't gotten around to seeing it. And um, I watched Kill Bill 2 for the first time in a long while. Yeah, what do you think? I still love, I think I like the first one better, but they're just two different movies. Like, I forgot actually kind of how funny the second one is. Like, it's yeah. just, like, a lot of awesome one-liners and stuff. Like, Daryl Hannah's, Daryl Hannah is, all, back in the day yeah. uh, on um, Facebook, not back in the day. Yeah, he used to, yeah. No, uh, J.D. Carreco said, name an actress or actor you hate in a movie you love. Mm-hmm. And I would have to say Daryl Hannah because yeah. I hated Daryl Hannah so much. But after I saw like the Kill Bill movies, I kind of end up liking oh. her a little bit. I thought I thought you liked her from Clan of the Cave Bear. Oh, it's awful, <laughs> awful movie. Oh Lord, awful movie. I talk, like when I was in uh, San Diego, mm-hmm. I put it up on my personal Facebook. Someone had painted a picture of the, of the VHS Cave. cover of her in Clan of the Cave Bear. Yeah, oh, she was Ayla. awful. Splash. And I was watching Beetlejuice this morning. Yeah. And I was like, wow, when Tim Burton was good. Yeah. Because he sucks. Hmm. Sorry, everybody. He, he didn't really make that many good movies, in my opinion. His, his movies don't age well. Most Beetlejuice, of them. Like, Beetlejuice is good. Beetlejuice does. Pee-wee. 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 Not... But he was like, he was so young. That's actually playing the Colonial this weekend, I think. Is it? Or played already. Even if it didn't play already, by the time you listen to this, it played already yeah. because it'll be like a week. What do you think of Edward Scissorhands? <laughs> yeah, I was never into it. I don't I, hate I, it. I just never I swear to God, don't I, I don't want to be this guy. But I swear to God, I believe people say they like it to seem either... To seem <laughs> like they're more deep than they are or because they have cognitive... They can't bring themselves... And I, I probably people like, I just never liked it. Um, I liked uh, Big Fish. I like Big honest. Fish. Mark and I were talking about it, and I was like, because he's like, what are other Tim Burton movies? I'm like, just think of Helena Bonham Carter and Neil. Yeah. And he was like, I forgot about The Gem, the best Tim Burton movie ever, Planet of the Apes. Ugh. <laughs> so bad. That was sort of like his, uh, that was his Any Given Sunday. Yeah. And that, that's when I think. Although she kind of was a sexy monkey, I have to say. Yeah, yeah, you know, got in trouble for saying that. Yeah. Or not that, because he compared her to Janet Jackson. Yeah, which is Marky Mark, cool. not us. Yeah. I think, like, Tim Burton still was getting money for movies after that, but that was sort of when he was on the downswing. Yeah. But yeah, when you look at retrospect, like, Beetlejuice is good. Beetlejuice uh, is still good. Pete, Big Adventure is good. Big Fish. That's kind of the only one. Which I is, he adapted from a book. Nightmare Before Christmas, I just don't care about. But he didn't direct it. That's a lot of people think he did. Oh, he did. Okay. Someone else directed it. Okay. Um, Corpse Bride we saw. It was alright. Yeah. There's no Coraline. There was no... I was at a party in Coraline. No Penelope. Penelope. <laughs> no, I was at a, a party today. Oh. And they had Coraline on the TV for the kitties. Coraline was okay. I yeah. don't remember. Was Sharice Theron in that? Oh, Sharice Theron's gonna be in some movie too. Oh, um, Atomic Blonde? Yeah, she Yeah, I'm excited awesome. for that. Yeah. Did you hear, too... The new um, Sigourney Weaver, Michelle Rodriguez movie called no. The Assignment. No. Well, M- M- Michelle Rodriguez is a hit man or hit woman. Uh-huh. Okay. And she wakes up and she goes, oh my God, 
I'm a woman. I used to be a man. Oh. The assignment, as I do here, oh. I am not kidding. This is a real I'm movie. I'm glad because I was going to make a joke. And yes. Then, uh... Yes. But Sigourney Weaver's in it, so it's probably pretty good. I like good. Sigourney Weaver. So. You know what movie I'm really excited for? Fast and Furious. No, I'll say not Fast and Furious. <laughs> You're like, hey, we're family. Be, 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 be. Michelle Rodriguez is in it. Oh. Yeah, she was in, I saw Seven. It reminded me of what a 13-year-old boy would doodle on his uh, his math notebook. <laughs> and that someone threw like millions of dollars at that and made it a thing. Um, yeah, movies. How about any music coming out? I don't know. I actually got back into... I was in a Girlsville. Mm-hmm. Like back to back to back today. And yesterday I went on a weird uh, bikini kill. Oh, really? Jag, yeah. i just been listening to All Them Witches. And then a lot of All Them Witches. But when I was away, because I have not purchased it yet. Uh, just because I have not gotten around to it, I'll be purchasing it tomorrow. What, the... All them witches. Oh, okay. When I had my iPod when I was not near my computer. So what else is going on? Anything else this weekend? No, I'm buying uh, a deck brush to scrub up my garage. Ooh. I'm going to try to study... But man, I've been playing Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Game where you kill robot dinosaurs. I watched a little um, Iron Fist. Yeah, what do you think of Iron Fist? It's okay. It's good. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch a ton of it. I mean, people seem to... People are kind of hating on it. Um, well, I like how they're like, oh, it should be an Asian guy. Well, so aren't you kind of being racist? Well, actually, a lot of Asian people pointed that out because yeah. someone said that on io9, and then I was like, what, Asian people are... All kung fu masters? Are, yeah, yeah and, and then someone brought up, yeah, it would be really horrible, and this is sarcastic, to have a white guy and black guy who are friends as... Yeah. But it's not like, yeah, a rich white guy and a poor black guy who are friends with each other. But yeah, I don't know, I'll watch it at some point. I just finished Arrow Season 4, doing my Star Trek thing. Yeah. BoJack Horseman I've actually gotten into. I've been what? watching The Expanse. Yeah? It's who good. else is watching The Expanse? Someone else I know is watching that. It's good? I like it. I, like, I watched the first season, then Mark got into it. And then we've been both watching it together. He's been reading the books. He really likes the books. Uh, By the way, I've been reading my um, Chrissy Hines uh, autobiography. Yeah. It's pretty good. I'm about halfway through, so maybe yeah. I'll have a little review. Yeah, to review it. Yeah. it was out in 2015 or 16, so it's only a couple I vaguely years. remember it coming out. But uh, it's been interesting. She's been kind of ethereal. She's precious. Did she tell the story about when she first went to England? Uh, let me shove in cocaine up her nose. Um, her she's talking about she went to England and she was working actually at Vivian Westwood. Uh, Russ and um, Malcolm McLaren's shop, and I think she goes back over, but not. she's back in Ohio again, and I think she wants to go back over. So yeah, I don't think she met Lemmy, but she was like dating bikers and shit that were like beating really? the shit. Like oh. there's this chapter, and I'll, I'll this is obviously I'm gonna talk about it, yeah. I guess next time. But it almost seems like they made her blow all of them or something, like Ooh. something fucking kind of crazy. Yeah. So, but she said she was on a lot of drugs. And yeah, alcohol. Poor Chrissy, yeah. yeah. On that note, precious, precious. <laughs> yeah. Were, were there? Did, did she have to fight space invaders? No, but Paige was there from WWE. <laughs> she gets around. She's probably like, ugh. anyway. Facebook, you may find us at Trash South Street on our webby site. Website, Facebook, and it's, I do a Twitter every now and I just retweet stuff more yeah. or less. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff it is stuff. And stuff it is stuff. And to lead us out is Dipole Dipole in the London Forces. Yeah. Yeah. We like Covalent. Bonds. Alright, I'm ending it now. Bye-bye. Perverts. Run another roll over Beethoven. Dig these rhythm and blues.